How comforting to know that God's presence is with us in every circumstance in our life. From being thrown into a pit, sold and treated as a slave, to being elevated to second in command in the kingdom of Egypt, everything good in Joseph's life was connected to God's presence. Today, on Enjoying the Journey, Scott Pauley leads us through a study on the life of Joseph where we will learn how to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. The longer I live, the more I realize that life is really about relationships. It's not about places, it's about people. It's not about things you get done. It's about the people that you love and the people that love you and the interaction between the two. Life is full of relationships. And yet for the Christian, we must always remember that the primary relationship, might I say the, the definitive relationship of our lives, is our relationship with God. It, it guides all the other relationships, and it guards us from some relationships. We return our attention today to Genesis 37. We're, we're learning from Joseph how to see the Lord in our past. We have learned already in verse 1 that we have to see the Lord in where he has us. Uh, he's working right where we are. We have learned in verse 2 and verse 3 that we have to see the Lord in when God has allowed us to live. I think this is an exciting time to be alive. I, I'm not dismayed or discouraged. I'm thrilled that God providentially has allowed us to, to live and labor at this season. And I think we all have to approach this time in, in our life and in our world uh, full of faith in God and hopefulness in the Lord. But now we return and pick up the story in verse 3 where the Bible says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more. So let's add this to our list today. If you're going to really see the Lord in all of the areas of your life and in all of your past that has brought you to this moment, you not only have to see the Lord in where you've been and when you've lived, but now you've got to see the Lord in who he brings into your life. You see, God allows people to cross your path for a reason. And I want to point out to you in Genesis 37, 3 and 4, that some of those people are positive, and some of them are negative, but all of them are being used by God. Think about this. Those that love you, that would have been Joseph's daddy, and those that hate you, that would have been Joseph's brothers, are all a part of God's great plan in your life. Now, this really helps me. Think about this. Think of the, the great contrast. On one hand, you've got Jacob. That's his father. And what is Jacob doing? Jacob is is investing in his son. He is influencing and instructing his son. He's pouring his life into Joseph. And, and for the record, I think he must have done a good job because by the time Joseph is 17, he's a young man of faith, of courage, of conviction. And when he's carried far away from his dad uh, to a far country where nobody would have known him, he still does the right thing. Think of this. By the time this boy was 17, he had already learned to live in the presence of God. May God help every one of us. How long is it going to take before we learn to live in the presence of God? So don't take for granted 
your opportunity to influence a, a younger person and to teach them to live in God's presence. So Jacob is the positive. On the other hand, you've got Joseph's brothers, and what were they doing? Uh, they were full of hatred for him. They wanted to kill him. They were going to sell him into slavery. But please notice that it was those that seemed to be against Joseph that God was actually using for his own purpose. Uh, let me just ask you this question. Who got Joseph to Egypt? Was it his loving father or his hateful brothers? It was his hateful brothers. You see, the very thing that seems to be against you at this moment may actually be the means by which God is accomplishing in your life everything he wants to accomplish. So try to see the Lord in who he brings across your path. I also thought it was interesting just looking at these verses, the introduction of the story, that you have people here who are ministering to Joseph, and then in the end, God's going to turn it around, and those very people will be the same people that God would use Joseph to minister to. Has it ever dawned on us that perhaps someday the Lord will turn the thing around so that those who've invested in us and encouraged us and helped us along the way, and maybe even those who mistreated us and misused us, we will have the opportunity to minister the grace and the goodness of God to them. I tell you, this is such a story of divine providence and the sovereign God. Every time I read it and meditate on it, my faith is increased. My heart is encouraged. Oh, I'm praying that for you. I'm praying that today, wherever you're living and whoever you're dealing with and whatever is facing you, you will begin to learn to live in the presence of God. So let's add one more thing to this. If you're going to see the Lord in your past, then you not only have to see the Lord in the where and the when and the who, but yes, you have to see the Lord in the what. See the Lord in what is being done in your life right now. Frankly, there were things in Genesis 37 that I'm sure Joseph did not like. He didn't understand. He couldn't change. He sold into slavery. And yet, even in every step of that, God was working his plan in verse 5, his brothers hate him. In verse number 21, you remember Reuben overhears their plot to kill him, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. You know, we read that kind of breeze over it, but let me tell you, that's a big verse in Joseph's life. That was the moment his life was spared. Don't you know God was in that? And then in verse 28, then they're passed by Midianite merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver, and they brought Joseph into Egypt. So you, you've got these pagan merchantmen passing through. Uh, all of them are just pieces of the puzzle. They're all just players, if you will, in God's, in God's work. And the Lord is moving the pieces around the board to get Joseph exactly where he needs him to be. And I want to remind you today, dear friend, that God is working in your life in the details at this moment. I've heard people say the devil is in the details, not for a Christian. No, for a Christian, the Lord is in the details. God is working in the what. He's working in what he puts in you. He's working in what he keeps from you. He's working in what he orchestrates for you. But God is working in the details, and not just to get you to a place, but to bring you to himself. When, when God got Joseph to Egypt, he wasn't just getting Joseph to Egypt. When God got Joseph to Egypt, God was bringing Joseph nearer and nearer to himself and to the divine purpose he had for this young man's life. Why has God let me live today? 
Why has God let you live to this moment today? I believe it is for this reason, because God is still working his plan in our life. And maybe you can't see it, and maybe you can't understand it, maybe you don't like it. But rest in this, rejoice in this. The same Lord that was with Joseph is with you and I. He promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He said, lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Learn to live today in God's presence. The future may be uncertain. I I grant you that. And circumstances that come at you may be unexpected. We all have that to deal with. And frankly, people are very often unpredictable. They change. But the one thing you must remember is this. The Lord is with you, and God is greater than time and place and circumstance and any person. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Would you pray today, dear Lord, help me to see you in my past so I can enjoy you in my present. May all of us learn to live today and every day in the presence of God. Too many times we compartmentalize our faith to a single day of the week, often Sunday. But the Lord desires for us to live in His presence daily. And oh, what joy we find in the Lord's presence. You can learn more about living in God's presence by visiting enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph. There, you will find information about Scott's book entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. You can download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. We really believe that the Lord will use this book to help you learn how to live in God's presence. We look forward to having you with us next time on Enjoying the Journey.